Oh boy, do I have a good one for you today, ladies and gentlemen. My interview today is with Robert Scoble, and we talk virtual reality and augmented reality. Robert is probably a name that is familiar to you, but if not, he is from the acclaimed blog Scoblizer, where he has been doing futurism and tech evangelism for decades. Background with Microsoft and many other innovative tech companies, and he is all in on the future of AR and VR and the impact that it's going to have on your business, on your relationships, and on your life. He is ringing the bell and sounding the horn in an emphatic way, and it was really fun to speak with him and exciting to be sharing this conversation with you. Please make sure you hit subscribe if you've not already done so, and get ready for his challenge. I've tried virtual reality a couple times now, both at Thrival 2016 and South by Southwest, but he just further affirmed that this technology is the future, a revolution similar if not greater than smartphones and mobile is going to be coming next in the form of virtual and augmented reality. So definitely a conversation that you're going to want to be paying close attention to and taking notes for. So here is Robert Scoble. You're listening to Going Deep with Aaron Watson. So Robert, thank you so much for coming on Going Deep with Aaron Watts, and I'm excited to be speaking with you today. Hey, it's real, really great to be here. We've got a lot to talk about, but starting off with your new podcast, Inside AR and VR, um, and that obviously stands for Augmented Reality and Virtual Reality. This is a uh, current passion for you, something you're really sinking your teeth into over at Upload VR. Uh, so I, I wanted to start off with telling the story of maybe when you realize that this is the next big platform for digital. Um, I, I know you've got a book coming up talking about how we're moving past the mobile generation, but if you could kind of start us off there with where that realization came from and what's got you so excited about AR and VR. Um, uh, it, it's been a process. I mean, I, I first saw VR, I don't know, 20 years ago when my friend owned a, st- a store of flight simulators <laughs> run by an SGI box. Well, that, that takes you back. Um, and there's a few a few of us old, old people <laughs> who were around for the first wave of VR. But this new wave is being driven uh, by mobile because mobile is p- providing the R&D money to work on optics, on screens, on sensors, on AI, and other systems that are in, in the uh, uh, mixed reality glasses. I, it, it, I, I realized this was real um, at Web Summit when um, Oculus, uh, when Facebook or Oculus was uh, showing off one of its uh, Oculus Rift prototypes with the with what w- would become the touch controllers uh, back then, and it was amazing. And um, everybody who came out of the room, you know, was amazed and and used an expletive when they uh, came out. You know, something like "Holy shit!" That, I I couldn't believe that that's possible right and yeah <laughs> that was that was pretty pretty much it that that was off to the races but I, the book came out of work that's been going on all the way back to 2011 when i interviewed um Mateo, cto Mateo was the augmented reality leader back then and apple promptly bought them after the interview <laughs> and i believe uh, they're they're one of the teams that's uh, working on the next iphone so yeah, that 
it's been a process, you know, over the last couple of years, it's just been obvious to me by, by talking to people and, and seeing what's coming from VR and seeing the kinds of money that's being invested in VR, that something really important is happening. Yeah, and you've, you've made some exciting predictions, both about the upcoming Apple products, but just in general for the field. And you mentioned all the research and development that's going into it. Yeah. You're also very kind of clear about where there's still shortcomings or obstacles to overcome it. And, and that was kind of my impression. Um, I've, I've tried different versions of VR, uh, some at South by Southwest this year and Thrival, which is a Pittsburgh uh, similar conference. And there was the, the one where actually it's actually I think McDonald's was hosting the thing, but you were painting within a a virtual box, and that was completely immersive and a, like a that was the game changing experience for me. But I also had experiences where it was maybe just the headset and actually got like a little sick. So can you talk a little bit about what obstacles there are still to overcome, and, and maybe what the difference was in those types of experiences? Yeah, there's a lot of obstacles for uh, VR. I mean. To- Today, if you want six degrees of freedom, uh, VR, and, and that means you can move around and play basketball with your friends over the internet, right? Or shoot, or you know, walk around things, or, or climb in the climb. You need six degrees of freedom to do that. And to do that today, you need uh, some sensors that are looking at you so that it, the system understands where your controllers are and where your head is. And that's way too nerdy, way too expensive. The headsets are way too heavy still, you know, on and on. And and then, you know, it's early days, so there's really not a lot of really amazing content. You know, there's a little bit, and, and certainly enough to, uh, you know, keep you enthralled for a, a week playing it. But pretty quickly after playing it for a month or two, you go, man, I'm bored. <laughs> I've played all the cool stuff, and, and there isn't any more to play, you know? And that's a function of headsets. Uh, right now, you know, the HTC Vive is sold around a million. The Sony PlayStation sold a few million, maybe three or four. The, the Oculus Rift is sold around a million. The and Samsung Gear VR is sold a little bit more than a million. And Google's given away a bunch of Google Cardboards. I'm sorry, that's not enough headsets to get Hollywood excited because Hollywood gets excited when there's hundreds of millions of potential viewers. And they're just not the potential viewers out there. So so Hollywood's not going to throw $100 million into a, a film for this yet. It's not, it's not there. But what we do have is pretty damn amazing. And I believe Apple's going to solve the the headset problem by the end of 2017. And and if Apple solves it, everybody will copy Apple, and therefore we're off to the races, you know. And then we'll see who really comes out with a a, a brilliant design or a brilliant uh, software, because a lot of this stuff is software, and and that's something I don't know what Apple's doing, right? I I have some guesses um, based on who they bought and based on how many engineers they have. They have 600 engineers working on just the 3D sensor, that kind of thing, but. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's still uh, too too expensive, too big, and too dorky, and normal people haven't had it on their face yet, so they don't even know what's going on. They they hear about VR and go, "Wow, that's something for for kids," you know. They they the average person hasn't had a chance yet to even give it a try. So that should all change by the end of, by a year from now. 
Yeah, a lot of entrepreneurs listen to this show, Robert. And one of the things that I'm fascinated by is there's there's clearly the avenue for immersive experiences, whether that's gaming or other, you know, where you're fully locked in having that singular experience with virtual reality. But there's also the augmented reality or mixed reality side of things, which you know, like you're saying, would, would move somewhere beyond a headset and maybe be a set of glasses. Uh, we see like the very, very early stages of this with a Google Glass or a Snapchat spectacles. Yeah. And I'm curious, you know, I, I can I can remember barely when the first time we started talking about Amazon or these kind of online e-commerce platforms and the discussion of, well, eventually this is going to be, you know, most of the commerce that's going on. And it's still not the entirety of it, but you my family spent most of our Christmas shopping on Amazon as opposed to being in the mall. And I'd imagine that there's kind of a similar future coming where a lot of the holiday shopping or shopping in general would be in a virtual reality platform. So can you speak a little bit to what maybe is on the near horizon with that and how you see that changing commerce and advertising in the future? Oh man, first of all, everything's about to change. Uh, this The technologies that are coming at us are a bigger change for the tech industry than we've ever had. End of discussion. What we're getting with mixed reality and, and Microsoft HoloLens is the first you know real credible effort here. It is a glass that puts stuff, puts virtual stuff on top of your real world. So if you walk into a shopping mall, you're going to ask it, you know, hey, hey, Siri or hey, Cortana, where's the uh, blue jeans in this mall? And four blue jeans will, will appear in the air, different brands and different brands underneath of, of who's selling them. You know, maybe Nordstrom's is selling uh, guest jeans, maybe uh, Levi's is selling Levi's jeans, stuff like that, or the Gap is selling Levi's jeans. And so let's say I need Levi's jeans. I click on it with my finger or my eyes because there's eye sensors and uh, say, take me there. And all of a sudden a blue line appears on the on the mall floor taking me there. And I follow the blue line and it takes me exactly to where those jeans are and in, in, at the gap. That's how everything's going to work. You're going to go to uh, you know, a sporting event and you're going to see stats on top of the players as they run down the field. You're going you're gonna to go to a, a museum and you're going to see uh, videos about the artists next to the art that you're looking at. Uh, and on and on. Everything is going to change. And everything about entertainment is certainly going to change. And and that means there's going to be a new kind of advertising. I believe every brand is going to have a virtual component to it. Uh, virtual articulation about it, what that brand is and, and what it stands for. And we're already seeing that. Sephora is already building augmented reality makeup. And their augmented reality makeup works on, works today on an iPhone. You can get their app, download it, look at your face, put pink lipstick on your face, on your lips, and see what it looks like. And the virtual makeup, the augmented makeup, is color matched to the real makeup. So if you buy the real product, it matches what you saw on your face with the with the virtual product, right? And every brand is going to have to do that in the next. Uh, I believe in the next 10 months because as soon as you figure out Apple's coming with it, this kind of product, you're going to be uh, investing, right, in innovation. Otherwise, you're going to go, you're not going to be innovative anymore if you don't get into this. 
right? Absolutely. And you mentioned Cortana or Alexa or Siri as these virtual assistants whom we're interacting with within these virtual or augmented worlds. And that is another interesting component. I bought um, Amazon Echoes for a bunch of my family this year to because there's also this movement from text-based computing to computing where you are speaking with the computer and, and training yourself to be able to do that, I think is just a great skill for people to start learning. And that kind of leads me to the next question of as we move in this direction with more virtual reality, clearly familiarity is going to be valuable. But for someone who maybe isn't necessarily building tech or an explicitly tech skill set, what skills are going to become more important or where can people build competencies now to benefit from this shift that's going to be happening? My advice is um, to, to brands and to people who work in strategy and stuff like that, you have to get VR today. There's not an op- It's not an option anymore. You have to get VR because VR is the stepping stone to what really is coming. And it'll teach you how, uh, it'll teach you how it works. It'll teach you how to build software for it because Unity is the is the development environment that VR and AR is going to use. And it starts think, get, getting you to think about a user interface that's spread over the world. That, in other words, it's a 3D user interface that you use your fingers to control or your eyes soon. And, and, and VR is how you are starting to get used to this and how you're learning about how customers are going to react to it. And if you don't have a VR uh, system like an Oculus Rift or a Vive, you're not in business in this business and you will be forced to get into this business in 10 months uh, because Apple is coming. But why not get in there earlier? Because if you want to be on stage with Apple and, and uh, you know, be a modern, innovative company, you need to be in VR today. One last question, then we'll start wrapping up, Robert. It seems as though there is a general positivity to your view of this kind of new transformation that is coming would you say that you are generally optimistic about this kind of next stage of digital innovation uh yeah uh, and that optimism comes from owning it this is why you have to own it you have to own it there, there's no option you can't go to make microsoft store for an hour and think you know everything about vr it's not going to happen it, it, I've had it all summer and I'm still learning a lot. And I'm certainly learning by having my friends come over and play it and watching my kids play it. And I know it's going to be huge because of that experience. Everybody loves it. And when it gets cheap enough and gets small enough, it's going to explode. And that's called Apple. Apple, Apple, Apple. And if everybody... Uh, who wants to be an innovative company understands that, then they're building for it already. And they're going to be ready for when Google comes in and Microsoft comes in and Magic Leap because there's hundreds of billions of dollars being spent in this world on this new technology, augmented reality that's coming. And it's quite stunning. Um, you know, and, and here's, here's one thing. I have a, a Microsoft HoloLens, which is, uh, it puts virtual stuff all over, the, all over your your space and there's a game there called fragments and you have to go through and map map out your room and then it puts a murder into your room and there's rats crawling on the floor and there's stuff on the walls and that and it's on your walls 
because it knows where every surface is in your room, right? And um, and it's stunning. Uh, there's nothing like it. You can't do this on TV or in movies. So there's a new world coming, and it, we all know it's coming in you know in the next three years. Apple's coming in ten months. So. <laughs> So people can definitely get ready for Apple and, and hop on that train when it comes. But if someone is really feeling inspired... No, but you're not going to be ready. If you want to be on stage with Tim Cook, like like if you're a... Re, uh, let's say you're a hotel chain, you know, like a, a Marriott is number one, right? Or Hilton. Yeah. If you want to be on stage with Tim Cook saying, hey, we just designed a augmented hotel of the future. It's like Disneyland. Come in and bring your Apple, uh, new Apple phone to a, a Marriott property and see how cool it is. You have to be building now. You can't start building when Apple announces something. You have to build before Apple announces something. And that means you have to have faith that Apple is actually doing something important. But... Tim Cook has been telling you that he's doing something important for the last eight weeks. He's every week he's been mouthing off to the press. AR is coming. It's gonna be huge. So if you don't believe Tim Cook, then you're you're just not a rational business person. You're just not a rational business person. You should just quit your marketing job today and go home. <laughs> right? Absolutely. I, I totally agree. Having having tried it out, there's definitely something cresting on the new horizon i'm, I'm with you and i hope that people will hear this and, and get inspired to get educated i mean magically we've got 1.4 billion dollars without having a customer without having a product and why because they showed off credible mixed reality in in a fantastic optic that turned out they couldn't make it so they're going to, to more standard optics, which are still mind-blowing, keep in mind. Everybody I put a HoloLens on says, this is absolutely mind-blowing. And, and the HoloLens is too big and too expensive and not high enough resolution yet, and, and the viewing angle isn't uh, there yet. But it's still mind-blowing, even with all those problems. So we're way ahead of where the Apple II was, right, in terms of kicking off a new industry. And and uh, in the next uh, year, you're going to see another version of HoloLens, which will be a lot smaller. How good will it be? We'll see. The guy who's building it says, you know, version 2 is going to be a big uh, improvement, and version 3 is going to be the one you want to own. Well, that's three years away, right? So we're, we're about to get version 2 and see how, how cool the Microsoft one one is and how and then we're going to see Apple. Apple's the big event because Apple has a brand that Microsoft doesn't have, and um, Apple is a brand that people want to wear on their face, and which is a prerequisite for this new world. And it's um, and and they own the best companies. They buy you know Tim Cook for the last seven years has been working on this next iPhone, been buying a lot of companies for billions of dollars. So, going to be a lot of fun. Absolutely. And you are going to be covering it both on the podcast and in the other forums where people follow you. If yep. people want to connect with you in the digital world, Robert, where can we direct them? Um, well, the best place is Facebook. I'm, that's where I put most of my effort. But uh, coming in 2017, you'll see me spread my effort out to a few places, but you'll always find it on Facebook. Uh, the other places like the podcast, the newsletter and other efforts that we're doing. Fantastic. Well, we'll be sure to link to that in the show notes for this episode. But as we do at the end of every interview, Robert, I would like to give you the mic a final time to issue an actionable, personable challenge for the well, audience. Well, I, I think I already laid it down. Get VR. 
<laughs> and tell me why I'm wrong. <laughs> but you have to do it from a credible place, <laughs> which means you have to play, you know, 20 hours of VR first. <laughs> and then you can tell me how I'm wrong. But uh, so far, nobody's done that. <laughs> uh, get VR because, one, it's fun. Number two, your kids will love you more. Uh, it's helping me uh, out with my kids because I am the cool parent on the block right now. I have VR and nobody else does, right? And it helps you figure out what's going to work in this new world. And it will help you iterate into that new world in a in a reasonable way. Instead of you being forced to in three... In three years, you're going to have to do it if you're a, a business strategist, right? Because it's going to be so obvious that if you don't do it, you're out of business. And... Three years from now, you're, if you're going to have to hire Unity programmers and get a software team working together and and being creative, that's really hard to do from a from zero to 100 miles an hour, right? It's really easy to do right now because you have to go to 10 miles an hour this month, 20 the next month, 30 the next month, 40 the next month, 50 the next month, and you can figure out how to do that in a calm, measured way right now. Uh, if you wait, you're not going to be successful. And I can show you how that happens. I love it. I think a lot of people are going to be inspired and take the challenge. And I think another thing that just kind of baked into that challenge that was interesting was the idea that it, you're using it to connect with your family. You've the you got the cool house on the block that other people are coming to try it out. And really the idea that VR can be an avenue to connection and not kind of the dystopian separation between people. I, I think that we kind of take social networks in their current form for granted and what they can turn into on a virtual reality platform can be pretty exciting. That's a good, that's a good, uh, that's a good point. It, yeah, it, if you um, if you get VR, you you understand where things are going. And, and if you're building software and, and building a company, the $3,000 is not going to be a major expense. You know, I understand this stuff is expensive for normal, everyday people, but I'm not talking to normal, everyday people here who are listening to this show. I'm talking about business strategists, people who are uh, going to drive major companies. You got to get into this. It's not going to be optional soon. Awesome. Well, I'm sure people are going to be inspired, Robert. Thank you so much for sharing your time and wisdom with us today. We just went deep with Robert Scoble. Hope everyone out there has a fantastic day. Great. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Please hit subscribe if you've not already done so. And make sure you head over to goingdeepwithaaron.com slash join so that you can get in on the action on our once monthly wrap-up newsletter. We've got great links from around the internet, best episodes from this show and other podcasts that are out there, along with tips, tools, and tricks that I want to share with you. Once again, that's only once a month, not clogging up your inbox and something that you can count on to deliver value every time it's delivered to you. Make sure you check that out and get excited as well. For some of our forthcoming episodes, we have got a few interviews that you're really going to enjoy, including... Multi-time best-selling author Tom Corson Knowles, Harvard social business professor Teresa Shaheen, and many, many more impactful entrepreneurs, thinkers, and creators on future episodes of Going Deep with Aaron Watson. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Connect with Aaron on Twitter and Instagram at AaronWatson59.